0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Leadership Talks. I'm your host Kiran. I'm a leadership communication coach. Every week on Leadership Talks, we invite a leader to share their self-leadership journey. Today, on the fifth episode of Leadership Talks, I have the privilege of having Mr. Narsim Rajagopala. Mr. Narsim has worked in the automotive industry for over four decades he has held various leadership positions, such as COO, CFO, and before leaving active employment, he was executive director and member of the board for WIL Car Wheels Limited. is currently engaged with Thor's e-learning system as subject matter expert in developing mechanical engineering courses. With that, let me invite Mr. Narsin Rajagopalan to Leadership Talks.
1: Hi. Hi, Kiran. It's nice to be with you. Thank you so much for joining for me on this
0: podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Super excited to have you here. Well, Mrs. Narsim, you have a illustrious career behind you and you have not stopped learning. When you started, you started as a mechanical engineer, engineering trainee with Wheel India Limited. And your career has spanned over four decades. Would you be able to share how your leadership journey started and has it evolved over the period?
1: Yeah, it's a long journey, as you have rightly said. It's about four decades. It started on the shop floor with a humble start as a trainee, and it is a learning process all the way. It's been a constant learning about organization, learning about people learning about how to handle people, learning about how to handle seniors, Mm -hmm. learning about many things, which includes about trade unions and all this stuff. Right. So it's been a long journey and uh, it started, I almost reached my managerial position quite fast. So I did a decent job as a trainee, then moved on and reached a managerial position in a Commendable speed. But very interestingly, what happened is I got sort of stagnated at the managerial position.
0: Okay. It was a big, yeah.
1: Yeah. It is a big surprise for me, honestly. Okay. I didn't know actually what, was, what I was missing to become a leader of the organization. So, this is where actually my real learning started during my entire span of my career okay so what i did was i discussed with many people i saw the people who are growing in the organization were just going ahead of me who started behind me but they have just moved ahead of me i started looking at how the leaders of various organizations work i read about books on leadership of course Someone a talk like this probably would have uh, given me the right input <laughs> at that time, but I didn't have that luxury of uh, having this kind of uh, discussions. So this gave me a good insight actually, gave me what I need to do to move to the leadership position. So one thing I really realized is, when I do a, a good job, for that matter, when someone does a great job, At the current position he gets rewarded either as a matter of increment or whichever way he gets rewarded but only when the person demonstrates potential for the next level or to be a leader he is recognized for promotion or any promotion follows your indication of the potential for the next level in fact, some organizations put people into the next level, wait, and observe how you perform during that period of your work, and then promote you. If you don't meet that position's requirements, they don't promote; they just pull you back into your old position. So, this some very big consulting companies have this approach. So it's and, important
0: and I to remind you about one thing. So you mean that when you were is a when you reached your manager position, yeah. very fast in your career, did you not feel that you were already in a leadership position?
1: Yeah. To be very honest, I I might thinking at that point was, I'm doing a fabulous job as a manager. I'm delivering results. I'm having excellent relationship with people. I thought uh, this is all is required to be a leader. Okay. It could probably sound very naive, even uh, for me also, it sounds very naive at this point of time. Right. But it really helped me to understand the gap, to see when really I'm not able to break that barrier barrier and move up. And this is where actually my real learning, as I told you before, has happened. So it's not enough to be, a managerial role is different and a reader's role is different. As you already know, as we know many times, managers execute the directions given by the leaders. Whereas leaders devise the goal, they set the vision, they set the goal, they set the direction. So it's a a different ballgame altogether. So the learning these aspects took me reasonable time and the moment I picked up these threads, I started working on them and From that point in fact I just shot up and I reached up to the board of directors of the company in a joint venture. So this is in short my real journey towards the leadership from a humble uh, shop floor train.
0: So this, bring me to this question. Was it from your own self-reflection and introspection that you realized that you, uh, that what were the gaps or you had people, leaders, mentors who were guiding you to understand that what was lacking in your growth process?
1: In fact, it's a combination of all uh, Kiran, I would say. Okay. It started with self-introspection because you get feel surprised when people go past you. mm mm-hmm. And you don't really don't understand. Okay, what's happening? Why this is happening? So that moment, I have I had two options either to get frustrated, okay, or to get understand myself, and then I get uh, views from my friends. And then, in fact, I even talked to some mentors. Uh, I had uh, a few of my leaders who have really grown, and uh, I had my mentors too. So it's a combination of everything actually which had given me the direction of course some leadership books i read some uh, videos i listened to it's a combination of all uh, kiran i would say and then i charted out these are the things i need to do to actually transform myself from my current managerial position to a leadership position
0: then i would like to add like The PACE model of leadership, which is pick your leadership goal, then you need to appraise it yeah. Within your inner circle, you elicit your uh, your goal and then you uh, collect feedback about it and then you yeah. go back to picking up the goal again. So, if and you've yeah. in, in the model, it talks about having that inner circle of people who will who you can share your goal with, like what you have yeah. just shared. That, yeah, yes, introspection is very important, but you also need to have a group of people who yeah. want you on that leadership journey,
1: yeah. yeah. The point is, these things happen in a more informal way. There was not, uh, right. it's not very structured at that point of time. Yes, yes. So whatever I could sense it, I could work on these aspects in, in bits and pieces. To be very honest with you, right, but right. Luckily, I got the right message and the right approach, and they charted out uh, my course of action for moving further. That's exactly what has happened.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. Nursing. So yeah. let me ask you now this question. I was one of the uh, privileged and fortunate first few who ended up reading your handbook, which you have written an e-book, which is titled yeah. "Leading Through the Pandemic and After." Yeah. So, what inspired you to write this book, and what is this book about? Our viewers would love to know about it, and I would encourage our readers to get this handbook because it's a very interesting book that Mr. Narsim has written. Yeah.
1: This is actually one of the important aspect of leadership point which I have is preparing myself as a leader itself when I was a leader. Mm -hmm. See what happened when I was preparing myself to be a leader? I was working more on emotional intelligence and empathy. Empathy is one interesting factor which in which we see things from the other's point of view. Right. So what has happened to me is after I came out of my active employment, I I was just looking at the way things are happening in the industry, the way the businesses are happening, especially the leaders, the kind of challenges which the leaders are facing. So how difficult it would be for the leaders. Had I been in their shoes, what, mm-hmm. what I would have felt. So then I thought, it's better for me to share my thought mm-hmm. on what would be good for the leaders to do during this pandemic period. And not alone that, this, these things should be valuable for them during the pandemic period and should help them to give them the guideline or the approach for the future. Are the post-pandemic period also the reason is it's pandemic is going to go mm-hmm. and things are going to all the pent-up demands and all this stuff are going to come into play so it's going to become a rapid uh, uh, rather a rapid growth and people should mm-hmm. be ready for that mm-hmm. so I thought I would write like to write something about this in a very concise manner because see generally I when I was a leader when I was going through the book it's a big book. And there were a lot of information, stories and come through and it, it, it is very difficult for me to spend time, number one, number two, to really pick what is the most relevant thing. Instead, I thought I would give them a sort of a brief handout like book, which will give okay. me precisely what they need to do, which will give them directly when they, if they feel that is applicable to their uh, position or their situation would yield them results. And this is the outcome. This is the sheer empathy, my love for the current leaders uh, to manage these things beautifully or the better way to preserve themselves and to preserve the organization and to help the people in the organization with all this free and most importantly their customers. So if all these four stakeholders are covered, I think leaders will be doing a great job. This is the motivation for me to put it through.
0: And in this uh, book, uh, ebook, you had talked about the three S's, which is, uh, uh, you talked about self-management, you talked about survival, and you talked about self-leadership style. So, can you share a little bit about the self-leadership style, which will be most relevant in this VOCA environment as the pandemic and the time after is going to be taking us?
1: See, one of the most important things which I learned during my leadership preparation initially was, every leader should actually devise what style of leadership he wants to pursue. Mm-hmm. It's very important we know the, the kind of leadership which are close to our heart because there is no point in mimicking somebody's leadership or some somebody else's way he does things. You should follow the basic values of leadership but you should be quite conscious about what you are doing which is in line with your core value system
0: okay
1: and fundamentally i believe in people i mm-hmm. trust people of course trust mm-hmm. with verification is always a good yeah. attempt good good approach so what happened is leading people positively adding positive energy to the people delivers terrific results in fact one of the fundamental thing as a leader is leader should be able to influence people yep. but actually Dr. Kim Cameron who is an advocate of uh, uh, positive uh, leadership style right. has researched that positive leadership style gives in positive energy and this positive energy has been scientifically proven with all various researchers, whether it's an institution, whether it's an organization or whether it's in a community to give four times the effect than even the influence factor. It's right. the biggest influencer when, uh, when they see a leader who is very positive and who is adding positive energy and right. this, this makes the people to perform excel mm. beyond actually what actually they are capable of and mm-hmm. it make them make them as a team. And it synergizes the energy and it makes them deliver beautifully and achieve goals which are not defined even exceeding They exceeding the goal set. So this positive energy is the most essential factor I felt and that's where I think I wanted to emphasize on the kind of leadership which I practiced with empathy, with the close association with the people and giving them positive energy. So I thought I would elaborate more on this book, which will be very useful for the current leaders and also the leaders for the future.
0: Well, I I agree with you. John Maxwell says leadership is all about influence. And now you've added on that influencing with positive energy transmits to the people that we are surrounding ourselves with. You're right. We are in it energized in a positive manner we start radiating the same energy to them and then they start working positively and that obviously has the ripple effect of uh, improving the efficiency productivity and all other things that need to go in ensuring that the vision and goals of the organization are met. Very well yeah, put. You're right. You're right. And it, I would just say that what would be one um, for positive leadership how can How can leaders um, cultivate the culture of positive uh, leadership in uh, positive culture in their organization? What would be one method that they could do that?
1: There are different methods, basically. One thing is, I would say they need to start building on one thing called positivity ratio. Okay. See, they need to work on this positivity ratio. It's nothing but... How many positive emotions you have how many negative emotions you have you should have three times the positive emotions compared to the negative emotions so you should build up the culture of building positive emotions even at home you can start at home right. because it's very important we can't be a split personality one personality at home and one no. personality in the organization it should be a total personality you whether it's at home whether it's at the, on the road or with the public or in the organization. So you need right. to develop it as your own personality. Yeah. It's as simple as if you want to create a positivity in a home, you can even encourage the beautiful dosa or whatever is a beautiful food which your spouse makes it for you. You can encourage your kid. When a kid comes to you with his uh, his or her mark sheet, you can appreciate the three good marks what he has taken or he has, she has done very well. Rather than focusing on the lower mark which he has up, obtained in another in the subject, so instead, see this is the way you can cultivate. The same thing can be extrapolated in the organization. Right. You can approach people. You can appreciate people more. You can go for a positivity walk in the shop. Mm-hmm. Just normally, leaders believe that we need to go around pick pick mistakes, pick people mm-hmm. for the problems, fire them. No, go go with a positive mindset. Go there to pick the positivities of the people. Go there to find out good job being done by the people. Do it at least. If not, you can't do it overnight, you can't change. At least do it once in once in a week or once in a once in a day or once in a week or once in a month, whichever works for you. Start increasing the frequency. So looking at positive things with life, with relatives, with friends, with the organization, with the people, with the customer. I think the mindset of positivity will slowly build get get into your psyche and then you'll definitely exactly. become it's another a habit leader. that
0: is a formation of a habit that needs to be done and yeah, having positive right. emotion is also a habit formation Yeah. and once we start seeing things positively we yeah. can replicate the same uh, effect uh, the same positivity whether it's at home or in the organization yeah we're running out of time so my last question to you mr narsim is going to be what would be one message to emerging leaders in their growth journey how can they move forward
1: emerging leaders the word emerge means opening up and then demonstrating or making things visible what are you going to make it visible it is the leadership skill or the mindset in you so -hmm. it's very important you build up your leadership skills when you are young of course leadership is not about the age or position but the most important aspect is youngsters need to learn these things because life, life gives a good opportunity for them, good amount of span is there for them to grow. So they need to work on the mindset first. First have the mindset. Nice. Then you talk about take responsibility. Then you go on to have a vision Then you go have positive energy, build up on emotional intelligence and improve our communication and listening skills. If you follow these seven steps, Mm -hmm. I think you are going to become a winning leader.
0: Thank you so much, Mr. Narsim. I completely agree. The leadership journey first starts with the self-leadership. You got to believe that you are a leader and that starts with the mindset. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you to all the viewers for listening to us. Leadership Talks will be back next week with another leader to share their journey. For more information, join the Leadership Card Facebook page and tune into Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that, this is your host, Kiran, signing off with Mr. Narsik. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Kiran.